Welcome to My Journey, the podcast for individuals who are seeking to write their own stories while creating a more healthy life along the way. My name is Brian Pickowitz. This is My Journey, and now it's time to start yours. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to My Journey. I am your host, Brian Pickowitz, and I want to thank you for tuning in to episode number 22 of our show. So on today's podcast, what we're going to be doing is wrapping up this week's mini discussion. We're going to be following through on some of the conversation points we've been having this week. And I think the biggest thing I really want to focus in on is how to become more optimistic with your life. Because this week we have focused on how to build a vision of you. Building a vision of you that empowers you to create momentum and massive change in your fitness and health, but also beyond those two pieces so this becomes something that's more empowering for the rest of your life too. And after we focused on how to build that vision, we talked about how to remove negative motivation because the shaming and the guilt that comes with so many people and so many messages when it comes to fitness and health, I think is impractical and I think ultimately leads you down the wrong path. And so the last time we were here, we talked about how to remove that negative motivation and how that can play a very destructive role in your path and in your journey. But it's not enough to just talk about removing it. I know we talked about some strategic and tactical things that you can build into your life. But today, what I really wanted to focus in on is the value of optimism the value of becoming more optimistic with your life and how hope as well as practices of positivity can truly transform your life. And so I know that a lot of times people will talk about gratitude and talk about you know making shifts and all these breakthroughs that come, but realistically, it's not enough to just focus on being happy. It's not enough to just focus on optimism. And I think the problem is that so many people think that they're supposed to hide their feelings in order to try to be more positive. And you can't just think yourself into a positive state. It's like anything else. You have to work on it. And so this episode is going to focus on three strategic things you can do in order to increase optimism. And my goal is to talk about my journey through this all because ultimately this has been something I've worked on in my life and it's something that I give to my clients every chance I can because I think it's so important and so powerful. And so the first part to becoming more optimistic in your life is to obviously build that vision. And that's what we've been focusing on. So building the vision of you that empowers you, not the one that you have to run from, not the one that you're scared to embrace. And I know that fear is going to come with it, right? I know that a lot of times when we think about our goals and we think about our dreams and we think about the vision of how we want to look, it can become scary because there's all these other things that are attached to it. Who am I going to have to become in order to become that person and build that kind of lifestyle and those habits? What am I going to have to let go of? Am I going to be happy with myself? And I think the biggest one is, do I deserve it? Am I worth it? Or can I actually get there? And so when you start thinking about the vision that you want to build, that can produce anxiety because it's like a mountain. How can I get to the top if I'm just looking at the bottom? And so you get to the top by first off envisioning yourself at the top. What is that view? What are you going to look at? What are you going to be able to see from a different piece of this mountain and this hilltop that is your life? And so that's why I love talking about it as a, as a journey and as a vision because it creates clarity that you can see different things. It's like Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backwards but ultimately the next message of that should have been you have to take a step first in order to build that 
lineage of your vision. And so one of the things I think is really important is once you have that vision that empowers you, and once you've gotten really clear of what it looks like and how it feels, I think that there's a level of realness that comes after that because you have this empowering vision, right? And then you have to deal with life. And so what I want to talk about today is not using optimism and positive thoughts and hope as a place for you to put blinders on that life is perfect because it's certainly not. And so after you build this vision, reality will hit you in the face. You know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. And I think for so many people, life can be really painful. I mean, that's all it is. <laughs> I know that uh, Nietzsche talks about life is suffering and it is. You know, it's brutal for so many people because you have to deal with loss and you have to deal with the reality of so many situations. And so how can you be positive in those those circumstances that everything seems like you are just pitted against unreasonable odds? And my two cents on that is when you have the vision and reality strikes and things seem like they're not perfect and things seem like they're unaligned and it seems insurmountable, that's when you must protect your vision. That's when you must step forward and that's when you must do something that keeps you in that state of mind that allows you to step forward. And so this isn't just some motivational talk. This is what I've experienced in my life and it's what has brought me to this point. And I don't think I've ever actually talked about this on the podcast and I think I've been a little vague. And so I wanna be real with you guys. Um, my experience with certain circumstances have been less than favorable. I'm not saying I have it awful. I'm not saying that my life has been tragic, but my experience with building my personal vision that is reflected in this conversation in my life right now started when I had graduated college. It started when I was in college, but the next part was really where the vision took hold because before it was just kind of a fun thing. And so I graduated college I was about $50,000 in debt. I had just started my first company, and that's the same company I'm still running right now, actually. And I didn't really have any experience as an entrepreneur. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I posted signs that I had started a landscape landscaping company, and I went and mowed lawns. I went and um, moved rocks, and I, I made like you know $700 that summer, which was great. It was, you know, for a 16-year-old, that was, that was awesome. But it, I never really started or ran a business before and I didn't come from an entrepreneurial family and so I was in that situation but that really wasn't that bad I think that's a normal part of the story what really was difficult was watching my parents so both my parents were disabled and they had allowed a lot of negativity and toxicity to control their life and it was a very scarce and toxic environment. My parents were amazing parents when I was growing up and I still love them to death, but they didn't take care of themselves and they put themselves in spaces where they didn't really thrive. And a lot of it was based in scarcity and a lot of it was based in some really negative habits that led to addiction. And there was a lot of things that went on that were hard to see and it was just a very difficult time because I was at the same time trying to build this vision of myself I'm trying to work on myself and I'm in this position now where I feel like I have to take care of them and I have to watch them suffer and it was just not aligned with I think the vision that I want to build and I was going through all these different experiences of 
you know, how do I overcome this and how do I move out on my own and just graduated college and fifty thousand dollars in debt and I don't know how to build an online company because I was moving away from personal training into this online space. And so I had a really difficult time at first and it was a lot of overcoming scarcity, a lot of overcoming fear. And the truth is, is that there was a lot of pent up anger and rage and just overall negativity with the situation because I, I, I grew resentful that I had to deal with this. And I think that that's normal for a lot of people. And if you listen to this, you can probably resonate with that. If you've ever been in a situation where you feel like you don't deserve whatever has happened to you. But the truth is, is that that was a great blessing because now it's like, how did I go from that place to building a six figure company to hiring seven part time employees to being able to work with some of the top CEOs in the country and living in Los Angeles, California and building my dream from this point now? It's not that this is my dream. It's that this is my launching pad now. So I've gotten the next level and launching from here is the next level. And it's it's something that's empowering because I get to share this with you and I get to help people. And it's such an incredible blessing. And the things that I've done and I did in order to do that mental shift, I want to share with you today because this is ultimately how you build optimism. First, the value of meditation, I think, is insurmountable. And I think it's something that has changed my life. I have meditated almost every day for the last four years. There's some times when obviously I can't because I'm not a robot. But what I do is now I meditate with a transcendental meditation. So every morning I do my morning routine, which is number two on this list. But I meditate. And I started meditating when I first was in that space when I graduated college. I would meditate every day and just try to gain clarity and just relax and just try to remove a lot of my thoughts and anxious feelings and I would just try to put myself in the present. And I remember back then I would tell myself, let me be a light for someone today. The way I do it now is a form of transcendental meditation where essentially it's more of like I follow a mantra. And so this is really powerful. I, I have found that it's really aligned my energy for the day. And it's aligned how I show up. But the way that I try to do it is when I breathe in, I sit there, my phone is off. I use meditation music. I don't like guided meditation because I don't like someone else in my head. Although right now I'm on a podcast and I'm talking to you and technically I'm in your head. (laughs) But so what I try to do is I try to breathe in. And then I try to, when I take that breath in, think of the word love. And what I mean by that is Right now in your life, there's someone that you love, you have experienced love, and that might be receiving it, that might be giving it, but what does that feel like when you are truly in a moment when you love someone, or you love something, or you're receiving love, or you're giving it? I try to get really clear on that feeling, and that's what I say over and over again for about a minute to five minutes, depending on how my morning is starting, like sometimes you just need more time, and I just focus on that feeling over and over again and the thing is is it's then really powerful because then it connects me to people so i think of Lindsay, and i try to send her love in my mind i'm like in my heart today let me love her or i'll think of my parents and i'll say just you know almost like not a prayer but i just kind of put it into the space where god or the universe or whoever you want to believe in is sending them something positive today 
And I try to do that and I think of my clients, try to think of how I can love them, not in like a weird way, but how I can give them the respect and the time and the ability for me to show up in my best capacity. And I can just, from a personal standpoint, it has changed everything for me because I'm no longer anxious. And the great thing I love about it is it, it allows me to be more grateful, which is something that I struggle with because I always want more. And I was having an interesting conversation with one of my clients because she was like, oh, I just can never say anything I'm grateful for. And I was like, okay, what, what do you feel like stops you from being grateful? She's like, well, I just feel like, I feel like it's not enough. Like I'm not saying anything like profound. And I'm like, so you feel guilty that you don't have anything better to say? She's like, yes. I'm like, don't overthink it. It's okay. Like gratitude is everything that's beautiful in your life right now. And it's just a celebration of the things that you cherish. And so that's what this mantra has done for me. So that was the first key for changing my mindset when I was in this space. And then the second thing was my morning routine. So I began shutting off my phone. I left it off. I began writing my goals down every morning. I would meditate and then I would make my bed or vice versa, make my bed first because I'd probably sit on my bed. But I began making my bed every single morning. That was the first key. Make my bed, goals, meditate. And so what that did is it allowed me to create a space that I controlled in a, t in a situation that I didn't because I didn't control the situation in my house. I didn't control the situation with my parents. I didn't control the situation with my business at the time because even though I was taking ownership, I wasn't completely taking ownership of it. I was still vague and it allowed me to create a space for me to take ownership. And then what I did is once I had that morning routine down, which was about 10 to 15 minutes, and if you guys want to follow my specific morning routine, it's in Proclaim Your Power, my ebook, and I can link that in the show notes. But what I did was I started to consistently do that over and over and over again, and it became a habit. And the thing that's powerful about a morning routine is it gives you alignment because we tend to embrace, like you, you don't wake up negative. Right? I can guarantee now. Some days there's like, oh, you wake up and you're like, I didn't want to wake up. But for the most part, we don't wake up negative. We become negative once we start inheriting everyone's problems. Once we start taking on other people's energy, once we embrace social media, once we check our phones, once we think about work, that initial spark of waking up is not negative. Now, I understand if you're dealing with depression, that's its own bucket, and I completely know where you're at but for the most part it's normal that you wake up and you have space to yourself and so the most important thing you can do is protect that space protecting that space that is yours before you have to think about your work or your husband or your wife or your kids or your employees or your customers controlling the space that you have right there is going to shift everything for you and so that is how i focused on optimism is I would meditate on optimism. I would have a morning routine that structured me in the right way from optimism. And then this one is, I think, a little bit more powerful. And really what it is is more of a realization that I had one day as I was watching other people in my life, not just my parents, but I was watching a lot of negativity and a lot of just toxic energy that was so self-destructive I just made the decision that I wasn't going to be that way. No matter what, I chose and I made the cognitive choice to not live in fear and to not live in hate 
and to embrace something that was more exciting for me. And the thing I realized is that there's no point in living your life if you are constantly waiting for the next bad thing to happen and being a victim. And so, so many people play the victim card. You know, I've watched so many people that they start out their journey and they become a victim. And when you become a victim, you don't control anything. And so if you're thinking about your life right now, what I want you to think of is what are the biggest stressors in your life that you are holding on to that are negative? What are those negative experiences? What are those negative mantras or daily routines or habits that you know that you want to get rid of or just general thoughts that would be so freeing if you just let them disperse and let them go? What would that feel like? One of the questions I think is so fascinating and powerful, and this comes from Preston Pugmire, who had on the podcast last week, and he is just really catching fire, and I fucking love it. His mantra was, what would this look like if I just removed all the drama? If I stopped you know, telling myself all these stories about how difficult it was or how stressful it was, and I just decided to be happy with it, and I just made it easy and fun, and I just cherished it, what would that look like? And I think that subconsciously, that's what I decided. And that's what I think will shift your life too, is if you decide to look at your fitness journey, and I say fitness as mental health, physical health, wellness, like it's all encapsulated. It's not about getting abs and having a smooth stomach. It's about you feeling your best, you looking your best, and you having the confidence to embrace a higher standard for your life. That's what I want you to focus on. And so when you think about your fitness and health journey, what would happen if you removed the drama? What would happen if you chose to embrace something that no longer was chaotic and no longer was negative and no longer held you back, right? What would that feel like and what would that look like? And so the thing is when you refuse to feed into that mantra, everything else becomes better. And now it doesn't mean that bad things won't happen to you. Uh, like, you were going to struggle and you were going to fail and there's moments where you're going to fall apart. Like this is a personal journey that we're all going through. You know, for me, I still struggle with the gratitude. I still struggle with my temper at times. I want to be there now and I have had plenty of failures. Quite frankly, this podcast has existed because of a failure. I moved to Los Angeles thinking I was going to be an influencer, a bodybuilder, and someone who could step on a stage and motivate people. And you know what happened? I absolutely fucking hated it. So I decided to stop doing that because I knew that my passion was somewhere else. I had a phone call with a client and they had this massive breakthrough. And I was having those client calls every single day. Every single day I was having a call with someone who was talking to me about things that had nothing to do with fitness, but the things that were stopping them from creating the body they wanted and having confidence were outside of that journey. And so we had to discuss them. We had to dive into them. We had to create a system around that. And it was so cool to know that I was helping people on a different level than just giving them a fitness routine and a new diet plan. And so that's what I mean. Like you're going to fail. Things are going to fall apart. There's going to be days that are horrible. What are you going to do? Are you going to choose to live in fear? Are you going to choose to live in hate? Are you going to choose scarcity? Or are you going to have hope? 
that things are going to get better and that you're moving in the right direction. Are you going to play into being a victim or are you going to become your own hero? That's a discussion that you have to have with yourself. But I think the answer is clear. If you can put optimism, if you can put optimism in your life, if you can structure something for you that empowers you, if you can build a vision around that part of you that you know is worth creating and you dive into it every single day and you put in the work and you put in the work and you see the vision becoming real, you are in a position where not only are you in better shape and you're healthy, but you become so powerful that everyone else around you and everyone in your life becomes powerful too. You raise the standard of what you expect for yourself. You raise the standard of what other people expect from themselves and you become a leader. And that is what I mean by be a light. Being a light doesn't mean that you just float around and think positive thoughts. If anything, being a light means that you take on more of the brunt because you are putting yourself out there. You are deciding to take the arrows. You are deciding to put yourself on the line because you know that if you change your life, you will change the world. And it doesn't mean that you have to run for government. It doesn't mean that you have to go and have a massive social media following. It means that you affect your children. It means you affect your coworkers. It means you affect your employees. It means that you play a role in putting society in a better space. And I cannot think of a better way to do that than to start working on yourself. And so those are the things that I really want to give you with this mini series, with this small conversation about building your vision. Because if you want to build a vision of something better, you start by building something out of yourself. And that has a massive effect on every life that you touch. Think about it this way. Who do you want to inspire the most? Who is in your life that you truly want to be better for? What does that person value? And how could you show up more powerfully in their life if you had the confidence to completely own who you are? And I think you get that through first getting in touch with aligning on your fitness, by getting in better shape, by building healthy routines that make you feel better by improving your habits, by allowing yourself to be stronger, and by committing to something that is bigger than just a workout routine and just a fitness workout and just a diet plan because those things are fleeting and they don't last. But when you shift your mindset and you shift your lifestyle and it becomes something better completely, not only are you able to embrace optimism not only are you able to step away from the negativity, but that's when you come to a position where you're truly empowered by your vision. And that's why this is so powerful. And so that's my message today. That's my message this week. I hope that you love this style because I loved it. I thought this was amazing. A little therapeutic, <laughs> putting out my story here, I think, in a, in a little bit more of a raw way than I ever have before. But I hope that I can be a guide to you. I hope that I can be a mentor to you. I hope that this message can push you in the direction of something better for you in your life. And I hope that it's something that you want to embrace because I've seen it happen and work for me. I've seen it happen and work for hundreds of my clients. And, and I know that that's a big number, right? But it's the truth. I've been doing this for four and a half years and it's transformed. And people are like, oh, why don't you just become a life coach? It's like, no, because the most important thing for me is people getting healthy. 
Because if you get healthy, then you can start the company. Then you can get your raise. You can show up more powerfully and have a better position in your job or you can improve your relationship. But if you don't improve your relationship with yourself, it's going to be really hard to do those things. So this is my message. This is my vision. This is what I'm doing. And so thank you guys for being a part of my journey because that is what this podcast is about. That is what this journey is about. And that's what I want to share with you all. And so thank you so much for being here. You guys are fucking awesome. You're absolutely amazing. This has been an amazing experience. I loved this style. Hope you loved it too. So let me know. Feel free to shout me out on Instagram. Message me on Instagram. Leave us a review. That'd be amazing. I would love to have a review from you on iTunes. Just let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know what you're experiencing. And join me in my free mini-series, Proclaim Your Lifestyle, where we go over a lot more of the in-depth pieces of how to break internal barriers, create a vision of you, and really build a body you love and the confidence and habits to sustain it. I would love to see you in the Facebook community. I'm going to be giving away free t-shirts, phone calls, and more than anything, I'm going to be helping others build together. And so that's what I would love to see you there for. But also, if anything I said during the course of this message or series or anything stands out to you, feel free to connect with me. I always love to hear from you. But also, I have some spots open for my one-on-one fitness and lifestyle coaching programs. My program is a six-month one-on-one program where you and I are going to be a team. We're going to work together to build your vision. We're going to create a sustainable and practical approach to your fitness and wellness that reaches your goals, but also is something that you can sustain. And we're going to create space for you to build confidence and allow you to really dive into the pieces of your lifestyle that you want to become better through you getting the body that you love, the confidence that allows you to become unshakable in your journey, and also the habits to sustain it. So if anything I've talked about in this podcast sounds like something that you would jam with, if you're ready to take your body to a place where you've never been, but you've always wanted to be, and also have the healthy habits to sustain it, and really bring this into something bigger than just abs and showing off your body, then I would love to work with you. I would love to help you break through those limiting beliefs that are holding you back from creating this fitness journey for yourself. And I would love to be a part of your journey as a mentor and as a guide. So if that sounds like something you want, sounds like something you would like to learn more about, feel free to jump on a call with me. So you can apply for a free clarity call at proclaimyourpower.com. And all you have to do is simply apply, then you can go through, click the link, apply for a clarity call, and then you and I will jump on a phone call and see if and how I'm a good fit for you. I can pretty much guarantee I will be, though, because you are awesome, and I think I'm pretty cool, too. But (laughs) I would love to hear from you. I'd love to help you out in your journey, and I would love to be a light for you to create the lifestyle, the body, and the healthy habits that you know you deserve. So that's my jam today. Thank you for hanging out with me this week. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. And just thank you for being awesome. You guys are cool. Love you all. I guess like it's time for me to get out of here. I almost don't want to end the podcast today because these have been amazing. I'm just really pumped. Me and Kyle, my podcast director, came up with this platform style. And I think it's a really good fit. I think it's going to be really exciting to keep building this way. So next week we have Tommy Baker on the podcast. Tommy is a lifestyle coach and he is someone who really focuses on 
allowing people to create space to have massive breakthroughs and transform their life. So if you love this podcast, if you love this style of conversation, you're going to love next week's episode. But on that note, I'm going to get out of here because you got things to do. I got things to do. But lastly, thank you for being here. And just remember to continue to be a light and inspire others to believe more. I'll see you. Thank you for tuning in today to my journey. I hope this episode brought some value and light into your life. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and shout us out on your Instagram story so we can share this message with as many people as possible. And if you're ready to start your own journey, reach out to me at brianpickwitz.com forward slash start. And until next time, thank you again. And remember, the journey starts with you. I'll see you guys.